Finding this podcast magical? Why not toss a coin to your Witches and a Druid podcast through the Acast supporter feature? It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to show your support now. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Three Witches and a Druid Podcast, a Canadian podcast about paganism in today's modern society. Three Witches and a Druid Podcast. Presents Shenka. She left her home and she sailed across the sea to find a place. To start anew, she built a life with a man and family in the new world, brave and true. The lady of the woods, feel a spirit on the wind. Her song can soothe the troubled soul The lady of the woods Singing spells and rhyming lines Spinning music into gold The sickness came and it took her family The village drove her from her home They called a witch And they ran her out of town And left her naked and alone The lady of the woods Feel a spirit on the wind Her song can soothe the troubled soul The lady of the woods Singing spells and rhyming lines Spinning music into gold Do 
deep in the woods In a cabin on a hill She took her refuge from them all By day they whispered And they cursed her very name But by night they came to call The lady of the woods Feel a spirit on the wind Her song can soothe a troubled soul The lady of the woods Singing spells and rhyming lines Spinning music into gold The years went by While she conjured and she dreamed There in her cabin on the hill If you listen to the wind You can hear her sing her song When the night is cold and still The lady of the woods Feel a spirit on the wind Her song can soothe the troubled soul The lady of the woods Singing spells and rhyming lines Spinning music into gold Welcome back to Three Witches and a Druid, where we sit around our Zoom meeting still, but maybe not for too much longer, and talk about our experiences as modern pagans. I'm Margot. And I'm Maeve. Gwen. And I'm Brian. So actually, as of tomorrow, we finally move into phase two, which allows us a little bit more freedom. So many people in the house, so many people outside, etc., etc., etc. Boring, unfun COVID garbage. I haven't heard the news yet, so to go look it up when we're done. But the nice thing is with summer solstice approaching, 
we can get out and do ritual again. Yes. Mm. Yes. That's true. Summer solstice, I think, is my favorite. I think it's my favorite. That's wonderful because you don't often hear that. People have, you know, they're really attached to Samhain or they're really attached to Yule because of Christmas memories and stuff that fuel that they can transfer over to Yule. That's a lot of those traditions bring them back home or whatever. What do you do for summer solstice? that makes it special well i think summer solstice is my favorite because the first time i ever really led a public ritual was a summer solstice ritual Ah. back in the 90s that was my first public ritual i ever went to which your oh was it yeah I'd been to rituals at festivals and I had sort of been at rituals when other people were leading it. But when I was, you know, myself, my working partner, we were doing it. That was, I think that's it. And I think May Day is often so, it's such a hit and miss. Weather-wise, you mean, or? Weather-wise, I mean, even if it's not super duper sunny, there's a good chance you can be outside and it'll work out. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. It's just, it's that long, long day and the light and all of it. And I think it's a a strength thing because, you know, the sun and the God is at the height of his power. It's sort of a strength thing. And to me, summer solstice is really, I suppose a lot of people, they go, Beltane is spring. Not normally, not here in Nova Scotia. (laughs) To me, it's like, okay, we're going to have a couple months of warm weather and it's going to be nice and everything is flowing now and the chills truly off. I don't know, just something about summer solstice for me. That's my favorite holiday. As weird as that may say. <laughs> no, it's, it's not weird. It's one of the rituals I kind of wish uh, we had more of like, I kind of wish we had more of a public ritual for. Especially around here because it's warmer, it's more comfortable, it's accessible. I always kind of wish the group maybe would take that on. I'll do it next year when we're allowed outside. There you go. How's that? Note on June 15, 2021, you have said you believe it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, I think, too, I've always really liked the whole Oak King, Holly King thing. People don't think about it. This is the other Oak King, Holly King holiday. Yeah. The torch is passed. The Oak King, you know, brings the waxing of the season and the sun comes back and Things start to grow and then the Holly King kind of takes over. One of the things I really like to do on a summer solstice is a turning of the wheel. And it's a really great way to do that is everybody just take ribbons. And when you're doing your ritual, everybody sort of walks in a wheel. Or you can put your hands together and you're in a wheel and you, you turn the year and you turn that. And I've always found that very inspiring. You know, Beltane is nice when dancing the maypole, but something about turning a wheel. I actually... Margo, you were there. We did that summer solstice ritual in Dorchester. Yeah. That time with the, with the fellas in, the, in Dorchester. That was really nice, you know, because we used the wheel and the turning. And, yeah. But so anything to do with turning a wheel, I really like. Very cool. The one small one that I remember, like, you know, less than 20 people, it was we did it at the lookoff. So overlooking the water. I, I think you were there, Maeve. And we had saved a yule tree and it was stashed and we burned that and it burns like a bugger (laughs) oh my gosh you know dry dry needles they were like little sparklers i'm sure if we lived in another spot we might start fires it was 
always dangerous as a gender as a gender party, right? <laughs> as a gender reveal. It's probably as dangerous as a gender reveal, but we live where it's permanently damp and, and we had our fire on rocks and at the ocean. So it was safe. You got to go to the beach for one of those, man. You can't burn one of those yeah. in a field. <laughs> nobody's backyard, nobody's field because yeah. man, they, yeah, it just goes up like a torch. But, you know, there was sort of that interesting turning of the wheel aspect because you're bringing that Yule tree around and we had intention and all of that sort of thing. So that was kind of fun. I think that was, that may have, whether by design or by just by circumstance, it may have been a a women's only ritual. I can't even remember, but it seemed like in my memory, there was just women around. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Be. I remember the fire. You remember the fire? Yeah, I can't. I can't remember if that was by design or whatever. But it was kind of fun and probably not so safe in all in all parts of the world to do, to be doing that in all parts of Canada. But yeah, it was kind of a fun way to turn the wheel. Makes me kind of want to do it though. I want to see that. Yeah, yeah, it was find a safe. Uh, place. My Yule trees at the back of my lot. Oh, there we go. <laughs> you know, I got no problem with that. We can burn that sucker. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. I don't know if my car is big enough to get it there. <laughs> we can find a truck. That's not an issue. Well, we can find a truck. I'll happily burn that sucker. We go, well, I don't know, we go out to uh, Crystal Crescent or Martinique or something. Yeah. Yep. For druids, I don't know how commonly this is known, but in Druidry, we have three spirit nights, one being Samhain. The other two, which aren't nearly is associated with this, but it's it's known is Summer Solstice and Beltane. So for us, it, it's another thinning of the veil. Huh? Oh. In this sense, though, it's more uh, fairies and, and nature spirits. Ancestors, of course, is there, but they're not as prominent. So for us, it's a very, it's a very nature-based time of the year, very nature-based ritual, that sort of thing. Very cool. Sort of Shakespearean Midsummer's Night Dream. That's what I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that otherworldly sort of aspect there. So like we we have our ritual coming up. This may air after the ritual, but the ritual, each individual is hoped to bring an herb from their garden and offer that as an, an offering into the fire. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Very, very fun. So what do you like about Solstice, beautiful Margo? Well, when we first started talking, I was thinking my first, probably my fondest solstice memory is 
that first ritual that you did at Chocolate Lake. Yes, and and my mother was with me. Yes, ritual yeah. Came. You dressed her all up. We did. It was one of those beautiful moments you wait for your whole life. Because how many times has your mother said to you, "You're not going out in that, are you?" <laughs> or you're not going to shame me wearing that, you know, wherever we're going. And she had on shorts and a t-shirt. I said, "You're not going to shame me by going in that." <laughs> <laughs> I have the picture. It's beautiful. She was younger than I am now. Wow. And yeah, it was good. A bunch of people were there. We were in the newspaper. I still have the clipping. <laughs> yes. <laughs> When it was still news back then. Yeah. Yes. That's also the time when I decided I could no longer accept anything from the liquor fairy <laughs> because I saw him collecting empty pop bottles off the beach at Chocolate Lake. And I thought, I, yeesh, I don't think I can drink anymore. <laughs> Those liquor gifts. Yeah. Is he cleansing them properly yes. when he puts the yeah. liquor in them? God. Yes, that's true. He was the liquor fairy for so many years. Yeah. There we are. Well, that, that's that's really cool. I knew you before then, though, Margo. Yes. Yeah, we knew each other before then. That's just the first yeah. public ritual oh. I had ever been to. I'd been to, like, a lot of group. Yes. And any you know, festival sort of. Yes. You know, yeah. Yeah. Do you remember what year that was? I don't. It's. It, I, I do not. I know I lived in my house. So it's 98 or later. Now, we also went to a big public ritual on the commons that we were interviewed for, for the newspaper. Was that midsummer as well? Do you remember? I'm sorry. My memory's not that good. Because I remember when um, the uh, reporter took a picture and then asked for our names and you gave your pagan name, naturally, and I gave my real name. And you were like, you're giving your real name? I'm like, what? I work in the pagan bookstore. It's not true. Like <laughs> <laughs> it's like there's no hiding for you. No. Isn't that interesting? I stop and think when I said it was 98 or later, because I had been practicing for ages, years before then. Yeah. But it was just then. I think public rituals had disappeared for a long time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, there were some public, but they were private public. You know, that there was a private group in a public place. Yeah. Yeah. Once Little Mysteries kind of opened around 94 and then the AEPG took place, things sort of really, public rituals really started to, you know, be more common. Yeah. You know, where people could see you on the commons or Chocolate Lake, there's a playground there now. It was a perfect space. Right. Yeah. It's, you know, there's a playground in that space now. Oh, I wish we were doing a nice big public ritual at COVID. Yeah. Blah, blah. Even with COVID, we're only, I think it's max 25 people and we know how the public rituals in the commons can get. I believe there's been 400 plus people there in the past. Yeah. yeah. And that was at, at Samhain. Yeah. yeah. Always the biggest attend the Samhain ritual. I want to do an entire episode on this, but we could touch upon it briefly. Summer solstice to me has always been sort of the beginning of the festival season. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Not that there's going to be any, but it's usually... Yeah, no, none this year, but <laughs> like we've discussed in the past, I just attended uh, Wellspring, which is normally normally held over the summer solstice. But this year, just due to scheduling conflicts, it, it was a week earlier. But to me, that was always the beginning of the festival season. APEG would be further in over Lunasa. Yeah. The New Brunswick Pagans, they often have... Did they have it in June or July? I don't remember. I don't remember. My brain is turned to mush. Fly often. 
Yeah, there's a, there's a there's a festival up in Cape Breton that takes place in uh, June as well, Avalon. Yeah, yeah, and for quite a few years, PEI had a thing going on. That yeah. was usually in August. Yeah, it switched back and forth because one year it was so buggy. They said, "This is it. We're doing it in August." Yeah, didn't help because <laughs> of where we were. It was just it was the buggiest thing I've ever been to in my life. There's so many. But for me, that's what summer solstice always represented. Is that's when you start to dust off the camping gear. You're, uh-huh. you're making plans for the summer, all the festivals you want to attend, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, off you go. Yeah. I wonder over the years about attendance to summer solstice rituals because it just falls at a time where a lot of families are really busy. They're one that, you know, school year's winding down and there's plans and they're opening up cottages and there's all sorts of stuff going on. And so sometimes, you know, we'd think prepare for this many people and there'd be, you know, 12 or something. And the next time you'd have way more than you expected just because of that sort of thing. But that end of the school year and the opening up of the cottages and all that sort of thing. I find um, probably public rituals aren't as well attended as they are for other ones. But that doesn't mean people aren't doing their own small group of private rituals on private property, like campgrounds and all of those sorts of things, right? Yeah. Yeah. It is a real good connection to nature. Yeah. It's also the one I find. I remember that, that one summer solstice and Eleanor showed up with a giant armful of lupins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And ever since then, it's like you can actually pick wildflowers and have them for summer solstice. You're not doing that at Beltane. It's May. Yeah. Yeah. There's (laughs) nothing. Maybe snow. Anything could happen. (laughs) I was in Newfoundland once for May Day. Snow. (laughs) (laughs) And we've discussed that in the past, how the the wheel of the year doesn't quite align with our seasons. Yeah. Yeah. That's for sure. That's for sure. But I do like that whole, you can actually go out and on side of the road, find some flowers, you know, yeah. and real flowers and everything. I do enjoy that. Well, actually, on that note, the whole idea of it being called midsummer is kind of funny because here it's the beginning of summer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, that is interesting because it is the first day of summer. Yeah. Like on the calendar for, you know, in the secular calendar. So why, I guess the midsummer thing, I think it's just because of the sun. It's the longest day. Yeah. Not the hottest yeah. day by any chance. No. Well, unfortunately here in Nova Scotia, we've already had that. Our summer's gone and now we've moved in the fall. There was that one day last week, right? <laughs> and yeah. we peaked. 38 <laughs> degrees. Now it's yeah. 16 yeah. every day since. Oh, well, it's crazy because it is June. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing's for sure till July. No. Oh, well, that's okay. But uh, no, I do, I do love my summer solstice, I will admit. Well, for anyone out there who may be being solitary and heard me talking about turning the wheel, perhaps I couldn't get out. I know one year it was raining and it was this and that. I stood in my uh, living room and put my arms out like you would with an airplane and twirled. Because you know you're turning your years. So don't think that you have to be at a big festival. There are ways to, to take care of that yourself. One time, only did it once, went with some people. You know, we will drum up the sun at winter solstice. I drummed up the sun once at summer solstice. We had to get up at four. Yeah. I only did it once. <laughs> when doing that again. I'm willing to drum down the sun on summer yeah. solstice. I did that once. 
long, 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 long time ago. I've heard some people say the tradition is to drum up the sun. You just stay up all night. I think that's the idea. Is you're supposed to like light a fire, guide the sun, and then welcome it when it when it rises. Yeah. I know there was a Druid group here in Nova Scotia for a while had had done that. Okay. Well, thank you everybody for tuning in. If you have any questions or comments, you can certainly go to our Facebook page. And if you see any place, you can give us five stars. We also like that as well. And Brian, what was that about Patreon? (laughs) (laughs) So we have a new Patreon page. It'll be in the show notes. We'd love your support. Any support we do receive in a financial sense doesn't go to us. It goes to our wonderful editor, Krista. Because she deserves to get fed every once in a while. Right. She deserves <laughs> coffees. Yeah. Well, look, so thank you again, everybody. Until next time, Merry Meet. Merry Heart. And Merry Meet again. Bless the bee. This has been Three Witches and a Druid Podcast. Thanks for listening. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.